Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. During this pandemic, Jackson State University has made bold and necessary steps to protect our student athletes. In hopes to get our fans back in the stands, we ask for our Tiger family support. You can donate today to the COVID-19 Athletic Relief Fund. Your donation will assist in the funding of financial support for student-athletes, recruiting, and loss of revenue due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for all contributions, and remember, we be blue. Donate at gojsutigers.com forward slash give. Registration is now open for the 2020 W.C. Gordon Ashley Robinson Golf Classic. The event is scheduled for Friday, September 4th at Lake Carolyn Golf Course in Madison, Mississippi. For more information on the golf tournament, visit GoJSUTigers.com or click on the link in the show notes. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 59 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting the show with me today are Charles Bishop and Neely. Fellas, what's going on? Hey, Corey Choke, how y'all making it today, man? Big day. Wow. Hey, man. I, I, I'm in a state of shock. I, I don't know about you guys, but it, it threw my whole day off. I haven't been able to get any work right. done. Right. <laughs> Phone's blowing up. You know, Corey, I got to tell you, man, I, I enjoy uh, being a part of this podcast with y'all. But it's, it's days like today that, that you know, of course, it's very exciting when you have any kind of movement news, such as a change like this. Uh, but the way your phone blows up because people associate you with the universe of a podcast and they think yeah. you know something like, hey, I don't know. This, <laughs> this is a podcast. I'm not in the administration. Stop calling me. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's been the same way for Absolutely. me. I mean, I tell you, the phone has been blowing up and it's just like, I, I don't have any news for you. You know, I, I know I do the podcast. I do the show with Dr. Bill, but I, 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 you know, I this caught me off guard as well. So, Moving forward, man, I, I tell you, I, I'm, you know, you just have to put your trust in the, in the brain trust of, 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 of Jackson State, and uh, they know what's best going forward. No doubt about it. And just in case uh, there's anyone listening who uh, doesn't have any idea what we're talking about, uh, we received a statement regarding, Jackson State, regarding the Jackson State football program. Says Jackson State University Vice President and Director of Athletics Ashley Robinson announced Monday that John Hendricks' contract will not be renewed. In a consultation with President Hudson, after a thorough review and evaluation of all aspects of our football program, I have decided that a change in leadership is in the best interest of our program and university, Robinson said. I want to thank Coach Hendricks for the hard work 
he has done with our football program. I wish Don much success in the future. Of course, uh, Hendrick had a 6-9 overall record and a 5-5 mark in conference play. And Coach T.C. Taylor and Otis Ridley are being retained and will leave the program on an interim basis. So I guess for starters, uh, Neely, what was your initial reaction when you saw that announcement come across your screen? You know, man, you, you, you get hit from all different angles, even from an internal uh, self-reaction. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, as long as uh, the, the three of us has been around football, let alone Jack State football, anytime there's a, a, a coaching change or announcement, uh, it's going to catch you, you know, off guard, so to speak. And then you take that moment where you step back and you look at the records or directions of programs. And again, this is just since 1877. I'm not just meaning this this one particular uh, window in time right here. So all of those kind of things, you know, flood at you. But I tell you what, fellas, back back in March and April, when we were having podcasts that were relative to the pandemic and relative to the impact that it was going to have on coaching. I, w- I would recommend some of our listeners go back and grab some of those podcasts, because as we were discussing then, this has just opened the doors for changes. And this was before we knew seasons were going to be delayed or canceled. So when you add that into the pot and you're and you're cooking up how to best to run an athletic department, you know, for one, I have full confidence in Vice President A.D. Robinson and the, the decision making and fact finding he does for making those decisions. But when you look at not having a season this fall, uh, having spring football or at least that being the plan and you have a coach that's in the last three or four months of his contract, then you kind of can see where the needle is pointing to. Hey, if we're going to pull the trigger, and make a change. The earlier into the fall we do that uh, to best prepare, best plan for new recruits, get these new guys into a system, all this Zoom technology that has to take place, just this whole new world of not having uh, fall football. It's really not as surprising after I had a, some time to reflect on it as it was when the news first hit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, to echo your thoughts, uh, Neely, I, I think, uh, like you said, uh, uh, for me, uh, the, it was initial shock. But then when you kind of start kind of taking a, a deeper look at it, uh, I can see uh, what you're saying in terms of uh, maybe now might have been the right uh, timing, if you will, uh, going forward. And, and you know, from watching uh, Vice President uh, uh, Ashley Robinson for, for quite some time now, um, I, I know that he definitively wants uh, to put – uh, a product on the field that his fan base can 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 definitely enjoy, can definitely be proud of. And I, I know that he did not come on this decision by happenstance. I, I know he took a, a deep dive into it. And uh, I would say to um, most of our Jackson State fans, you, you, you kind of have to put your trust in him on this one because uh, I think we're all kind of in a state of still shock. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, Chuck. Uh... Uh, you know, I, I, I trust his his decision making and, and the homework that he does and, and making decisions that he makes. He's, he's leading the department, you know, at levels from marketing and public relations and and fan interaction uh, to levels we've never seen before. And and he he's a person, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of sitting next to him in the game, basketball or football. And uh, he take he takes it personal. You know, he wants that product on the field. Uh, to look a certain way, to be attractive, to be competitive, and most of all, to win. And when a, when you have a program and the needle is not consistently moving up or you don't have things taking place that give the confidence that it's turning around, you add in a pandemic, you add in 
you know, three or four months left on a contract. And you can see why someone with the experience that our AD has make the decision that he made. Right. Right. No doubt about that. <clears throat> And then I definitely don't want this to get lost, uh, you know, within this news. And of course, the bottom of the release, it says that, uh, again, T.C. Taylor and Otis Ridley are being retained and will lead the program on an interim basis. Uh, so just where do you stand in terms of, I guess, how shocked were you uh, when you found out that those two would be retained? And how confident are, are we in them to lead the program in the interim? You know, there's no football being played just, just in the time being. Because obviously, I can imagine the motions of the players can kind of be all over the place. Well, if you're going to uh, have someone that's going to kind of take over the program in the interim right now, uh, who better than somebody who is steeped in the tradition of Jackson State University, uh, none other than T.C. Taylor, former player, former coach. Uh, he has that <clears throat> coaching pedigree, if you will, uh, where uh, at North Carolina Central, uh, he, he did a tremendous job as offensive coordinator there. So I have a lot of confidence in T.C. Uh, being able to step up to the plate for now. And, and then uh, we've been around Coach Otis really. He's a, a, a very hard worker, tireless recruiter, uh, a motivator of men. So I, I think those are the two individuals who immediately came to mind. If you're making a, a course direction change uh, that you want uh, your first lieutenants to step up in the void, if you will. And these two guys, I think, are going to do a tremendous job in leading Jackson State right now in the interim. Yeah, amen to that, Chuck. You know, if you're remodeling the house and you're about to do some some work on your on your internal roof, you've got to leave a support beam up. You got to have some some stability there. You can't just go knocking down walls and two by fours or the whole house will collapse. And as much as you can see, the AD wants to change their overall direction. You know, you can also see he has that wisdom and foresight that hey, that the TC is a guy who was bringing in some new things offensive-wise. We got players on campus that could still be doing some things, learning some systems. And for that stability's sake, and even for that alumni-based sake, you know, with him being there and already putting the word out, like, no, he's, he's here. He's a guy that's going to be running the program while we uh, make these changes. I think it, I think it, it bodes even better uh, uh, for the change in direction that you have a guy like TC in that position because you know us now, you know Jacksonians. We love Jacksonians. We love and, and Jacksonians. If, right. And if you were just to to do the magic trick where you try to pull the tablecloth off the table and leave all the dishes there, having a guy like TC still remaining with his knowledge base, with the offense that he's installing, all those characteristics, and compounding that with Otis, I, I think it's just it, it's 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 a key indicator for success. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And one of the unavoidable hot topics of discussion, uh, and unfortunately, you know, we, we've been at this point uh, far too often in recent years, but uh, it says a national search is underway for our, our next head coach. And, uh, you know, we, we're not going to throw names out there or speculate because that's what we always tend to do. What about this guy? What about this guy? I think it should be our guy. But I'll just keep it simple. How important is it to get this thing right this time? Because you don't want to be that team or that school that's constantly – uh, you know, rotating or, or shuffling head coaches. Uh, well, 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 go ahead, go, Chuck. Go ahead. Well, I, I was about to say it's, it's tremendously important. Um, and, and when you take a look at the program since the 2013 SWAC championship game, it's not gone in the direction that fans have expected from Jackson State uh, University. And, and I would make this sort of argument. Uh, uh, signs the, the, the comedy era, uh, this SWAC championship era, uh, for Jackson State has not been one uh, that we can hang our hat on. So this this hire, whomever it may be, 
you would hope that this this is the one uh, time that, that Jackson State just gets it right. You know, that you want to get your your quote unquote, your, your Broderick Fobbs, your, your Willie Simmons, your uh, Dawson Odom, even. So you want to make sure that you get this higher right. Whomever it might be, you would like for Jackson State to get back to the trajectory that it was on uh, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, that the, the tradition that is Jackson State football. And I can only hope, uh, I mean, <laughs> gosh, I've been getting names thrown at me all day today. Uh, but I have confidence in uh, A.D. Ashley Robinson because of just watching what he's done before. He, he makes uh, home run hires. Uh, you take a look at the hires that he made uh, at Purdue. Uh, Willie Simmons, uh, if you will, uh, to, that brought them back uh, to, to prominence, if you will, in Swag West. Uh, 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 Eric Dooley, before he left there, he was one of the hottest assistants in the Swag. Uh, we take a look on the basketball side, Tamika Reed. I mean, you talk about knocking it, knocking it out the park with Tamika Reed. So I have all the confidence that uh, this is a, an individual who will make the right hire. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Chuck. And, and, and you know, as as Corey said, we're not going to throw names out, but I do want to take, take this time and take one name off. Uh, you know, I know it's a pretty unpopular opinion out there, but I'm going to just put it out there that, that I'm not being considered and will be <laughs> – Acting, uh, that's, that's a good thing. I, I'm going to contact the AD and let him know I'm not interested this go around. Thank you. Uh, so, thank you. So, so appreciate I'm, that. I'm in the barbershops about Neely this. It's, it, I, I'm going to yield on this one. But, it's but it's, but, yeah, it's, it's all room and speculation. But 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 kudos to you, Chuck, on that commentary about AD Robinson and what he's done in past leadership roles, other universities, and now being at Jackson State with his hires. But I will say this, uh, Corey, you know, you talked about uh, I, I think kind of alluded to you don't want to get this wrong and have to make, you know, another quick coaching change down the road. I, I think we're in a, in a new era of yeah. head coaching. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the, the Eddie Robinson or the Bobby Bowden, like no one is coaching in the same place 10, 15, 20 years anymore. Precisely. Uh, so, so I don't look at it as this is something that, you know, we got to get this, this person that's going to be here a while and da-da-da-da-da. I, I think you, you're looking for someone, you know, that one can can come in and recruit because you are who you recruit. You know, you got to be able to sit down on these couches with mamas and daddies and, and, and be able to brand the school and market the school. So having somebody with that persona and that kind of vibe, it matches what the AD is doing in all of his marketing and outreach, to, you know, the emphasis that he placed on that. And having someone who can coach, having someone who has proven to be a winner or be around winning organizations or affiliated with winners. I think that's what our fan base needs. Cause you, you've already seen attendance, you know, start to pick back up. And if we can get that product on the field and get a, get a consistent winning product and you get you, you know, two, three, four, five years of that. Uh, I, I don't want to go into this thing thinking that whoever we hire, they got to be here 10 or 15 years mm -hmm. because that's what we're accustomed to in HBCU life. But as as college football evolves, so has HBCU and SWAC football evolved. And it's just going to be difficult uh, to get a coach and the coaches all of that in a bag of chips and they stay with us 10 or 15 years. So I'm not I'm not one of those guys to say, hey, you know, we've got to stop switching coaches off. And I am for switching coaches when it ain't working. Uh, mm -hmm. but, I'm, but now we have a, a AD in place and administration in place and all of these back of house operations that you systematically did not see 
with past coaches. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm looking forward to whoever this next coach is to have all the mechanisms that the AD has put in place for their success. And I will say this about all of our programs, guys. You know, I don't care if you if, if what sport it is. We now have a system at 1400 Lynch Street uh, that the AD has set up that it makes it hard for a coach to have an excuse not to win. Yeah, uh, because because you don't have these budget issues or got to get permission issues or micromanage issues or or can't do this. Now you got marketing, PR, you got infrastructure behind you. So I think he's going to go out and find a person that fits well with that. And I'm looking forward to being successful. Well, you know, I, I want to throw this question out there because I, I think one of the things that you consistently uh, hear from the Jackson State fan base is what what are the qualities that 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 this fan base can kind of galvanize around? What what is it that you think the the fan base would be looking for in their next head coach? You man, you asked a million dollar question there, Chuck. If 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 we knew that answer, hell, we'd be the AD. Uh, <laughs> But it, it, I think it's multifaceted. You know, you're, you're going to always have those fans that win, lose, or draw. Uh, they want somebody with deep historic connections to the school. Mm. And, and that's why I said earlier, I think by announcing that you are retaining a T.C. Taylor, that you now have opened up who you can talk to because th- that alleviates part of that fan base who no matter what wants a Jacksonian. Yeah. And so now, now you've got a key Jacksonian who is part of the program, part of our winning history, and, and they're – already out there, you know, they're on the staff. So now you, now you're not just pigeonholed just to that part of the resume. But I, I think people look, look now for recognizable names. You know, the one thing you don't want to happen, uh, and you mentioned like the Odoms of the world and all these kind of things, which, what you don't want to happen is you announce who your coach is and everybody says, who, well, who is that? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think again, a name that is associated with winning a name that is associated uh, uh, with having some drawing power, some excitement. I think that's what our fan base, you know, mentioned. We have this one coach that we've never mentioned by name on this show. And when he was hired, he was like a who. And then we were proven right that it was like, see, when you don't know a person, look look what they do. Uh, and, and, and you can't get buy-in. You know, uh, leadership has, has to be able to attract people to buy-in. So I, I'm looking forward to whoever it is matching the criteria that that uh, A.D. Robinson has been known for, and that is selecting somebody that's not a head scratcher. It's wow. not a person that you're wow. wondering where who did they is is is. Matter of fact, he's known for bringing in people that's like, how did he do that? Mm. Right. Versus why did he do that? Right, great point. You know, time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. Well, no better time to to make this. Uh, I guess go ahead and make this. With there being no fall football, we'll, we'll have time to kind of put some things in place. Do you expect a timeline or is there an ideal timeline in, in terms of bringing it? So I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, the, the world, the NCAA world is so crazy now with the postponements and cancellations. I haven't really looked at the, at the calendar, but I would think uh, that with having spring football, you know, five months away, that, that if you were making it September, and taking five months off that, you don't have all the time that you think you have. Yeah. You know, because because this fall is what would be our spring Precisely. Or, or be our summer. So I don't think this is something you can mess around with to, you know, to November, December, because you're talking about kids are supposed to be in pads in, in late January. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I don't want to put a timetable on the course and, hey, we, we should hear some of the next five days. But I don't think this is a Christmas decision. 
<laughs> you know, exactly. I think it's an October thing or earlier before it's a Christmas. And, and for me, I, I mean, I, I would love, you know, sooner than later. And like you, you mentioned, uh, Neely, you know, this, this would be our spring. So you want someone to come in and establish their culture, establish, you know, what they, you know, their, 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 uh, leadership uh, qualities, if you will, for this team. So, and, and for that team, for the team to get acclimated to him. So I think, uh, you know, I would expect, you know, a, a decision probably sooner than later, but uh, like you said, it's definitely not a Christmas decision. <laughs> and, yeah. and hopefully, uh, you know, whomever comes in, uh, they are able to a get buy-in from the Tiger fan base, because I, like I've said more often than not, this is one of the best fan bases, not just in HBCU uh, football, but in FCS football. And so that, 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 that buy-in from the fans, I think is, 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 essential, if you will, and, and, and somebody who can really uh, set this programs uh, in, in a path that everybody can be excited about. So, I, and, and, and I want to say this before we go any further, you know, in the podcast that uh, I want to say uh, in terms of John Hendrick, uh, a great man, great man. Mm-hmm. He always made time for us here on the podcast uh, and we'll, we'll miss him being around the program because uh, uh, he was always cordial uh, to me, cordial to the podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I want to wish him uh, good luck in all his future endeavors. Yeah. Well said, Chuck, uh, you know, this, this, the coaching industry by nature, you, you know, you, you, you just, you and your family have become accustomed to this. If you've been coaching five, 10, 15, 20 years, this is something that even when you don't see it coming, uh, you know, it's coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. cause it's just, it's, it's the NFL. It's not for long. You just, yeah. you just don't have these windows that, that the history of coaching suggests you have. And, and I would say that, uh, Coach Hendricks, his his persona and demeanor in dealing with the alumni and the fan base, as you said, always a gentleman, always cordial and supportive. And I, I you know, I wish him the best, and he'll land on his feet somewhere and go on to do great things. No and, doubt. And, and there's going to come a day, whoever this next person is, that the sun is going to set. You know, this is just of you know the coaching industry. But I, I will add that I think that we're in a position as a as a university. That, you know, from an athletics department, you know, uh, uh, A.D. Robinson, vice president, he had just got an extension, I think, uh, middle of last year. Uh, and so, you know, that puts him in a position to kind of bring somebody in that kind of lines up calendar wise with him and they can kind of grow this thing together and, and look at staying after that, and expanding that kind of thing. And, and, you know, a lot of times in these universities, you have, for instance, presidents or A.D.s or coaches or whatever staff, and they're on different contractual calendars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're on different uh, uh, game plan calendars. Well, again, guys, I think from an infrastructure of the athletic department that whoever the next coach is, is they are coming into an athletic department that is better prepared to assist them in winning than we've ever had before. And I don't say that lightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that that is a testament to the infrastructure and backbone and focus on attention to details and making sure the back of shop operations can support what you're trying to put out there publicly. So whoever takes this job, uh, they're, they're coming to 1400 Lynch street at a time that they got the full support of the athletic department. Now you just got to get to buy in the fa- of the fans. And I hope they come here with some thick skin because no, no matter who you are, we're going to swing at you the first couple of days. Hey, you better believe it. <laughs> Without a doubt it. Yes, indeed. 
Absolutely. And then speaking of Coach John Hendricks, he did release a statement through WJTV. Uh, he said, I wasn't expecting this. Really shocked, to be honest. But it's the nature of the business I work in. This is obviously God's will for my life. So I trust his plan. So, again, a uh, great man, John Hendrick. And uh, we definitely wish him well. We, we know that he will rebound. He's been in the business for, uh, you know, 30-plus years or so. So understands the game, and, and I'm sure he'll, he'll do well with his next endeavor. No doubt about it. A pro, real pro's pro. And that's a, a classy statement from John Hendrick. I wouldn't expect anything different from him. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And I do want to touch on uh, one thing before we end this podcast, uh, just in terms of an announcement that Jackson State made a, a couple of weeks ago. They teased an announcement. They said that we will be making an announcement in a week. And when that day came, uh, that announcement was not made. And it created a stir and a lot of speculation going on. And now that this news has hit, there's a lot of uh, talk about, was this the announcement? Was, was this the announcement that Jackson State teased? So I just want to put that rumor to rest. I can speak on behalf of the Athletics Department Sports Media uh, on this topic. That was not the announcement. I don't think Jackson State would ever uh, tease an announcement that a coach would be let go, especially uh, the way that the the, tw- the announcement went. That it would be great news or a major, I, I forgot the, the, the verbiage, but it teased it in a good light as in it would be great news, something that fans would love. So they would never talk about the you know a coach being fired in that light so just wanted to let everyone know that this is this was not the announcement the announcement will come there were some last minute hiccups just some uh dotting of the eyes crossing of the keys things of that nature but it will be some good news it will not be pertaining to uh the status of any coach on lynch street well said and well said and and uh i'm sure the listeners appreciate that clarity and our only challenge would be is is getting them to buy into that clarity because you you know, you know we we uh, we operate between the boards the boardroom and the barbershop and the barbershop wins out a lot of times but you're you're uh-huh. exactly right Corey when you look at the professionalism uh, of this athletic department the way it's managed that was just a coincidence of, of of timing there's there's no way that our media guys and sports public information officers would would tease. I think what they what they used was this announcement was going to be a game changer or something. Exactly. And so, game changer. you know, you got somebody contract. It's, you know, higher education, college sports, it's a business. You know, these people are under contracts and, and, and things of that nature. And so you never would tease someone's contract not being renewed before you had a meeting with them. So it is it is clearly just a, a, a system of timing and coincidence and not something that was a, a direct correlation to a coaching change no doubt about it and then like you mentioned uh Anili, uh the infrastructure has changed so i, I like you uh, I, I can't say that enough i, I uh, Corey well said in terms of uh this was not uh the the the, the tease if you will so uh, looking forward to uh bigger and better things coming from this athletic administration Absolutely. And last but not least, before we go, Chuck Bishop, the W.C. Gordon, Ashley Robinson golf classic coming up in, in a couple of days. I know you're excited and you got your clubs ready for that, huh? Oh, you better believe it. Looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to putting up a low score Friday. I invite everybody to come out uh, to, the, to this golf tournament. Uh, another fundraiser for Jackson State Athletics uh, in Lake Carolina, a, a tremendous venue. Uh, looking forward to uh, putting that eight iron in from about 145 out. <laughs> yeah, putting it, putting it back in your bag. You know, Corey, I tell you, you know, uh, Chuck Bishop, his tee shots are like a Florida State field goal. That's I, you know, you, you better duck. It's coming wide right every time. 
Oh, man. Charles, go back and listen to that interview with Josh Xavier Hart. I remember giving you some pointers, so you better put them in the yeah, I, I, You better believe. I sure will. <laughs> Absolutely. I will have fun, and I, we look forward to – hopefully we can get some highlights there because I, I love to see it. No doubt about it. Looking forward to getting some uh, great interviews for our podcast and, 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 and talking a little bit more uh, with regards to where Jackson State football is going so this weekend. So looking forward to it. All right. Good stuff. Thanks a lot, fellas. All right, Corey, Chuck. Yeah, have a good one, man. Be safe. You too. All right, and that'll do it for episode 59 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.